Welcome to the My Intimacy Therapist podcast. I'm therapist and coach, Shade Giovanni. If you want to feel less anxiety in your relationships and enjoy a confident and spiritual intimate life, you're in the right place. So grab a cup of tea and a warm blanket and let's talk intimacy. Okay, let's talk about something that is really putting a halt on your relationships or if you're single your ability to then enter into and sustain a relationship shame y'all shame oh my goodness so i'm gonna give a roundabout explanation for what shame is of course you already kind of know but within the context of relationships it's that big dark stormy cloud that stops you from wanting to approach an uncomfortable subject or um, apologize or approach your partner in general. It's something that makes you want to hide away from your person and kind of, what's the word, reclude? No. Okay, we're going to try again. Collapse in on yourself because maybe you're feeling I am bad or I'm not good enough or I'm worthy, I'm unworthy or they wouldn't understand, or they would hate me because, fill in the blanks, you know what your brain says, your special Kellogg's brand of shame, Um, that big, dark, icky feeling inside of your body, or at least that happens for me, you feel it inside of your body, where it's almost like you feel, I need to remove myself from the situation, from this person, because there's no way they could like me. There's no way they could want me to be close to them right now. And so I'm curious for you, what adjectives come up when you think of shame? Maybe it could be words like um, bad, unworthy, disgusting, um, dirty, maybe, especially if it's related to something sexual. But um, so shame, now that we understand what it is, how how is it wrecking us? There's something called an intimacy threshold where when we're in relationship, we can be getting along, everything's going well, and then we get to a point where it crosses our threshold for what is comfortable in vulnerability, in sharing of ourselves emotionally, or maybe even, you know, for you, your threshold for intimacy might not be related to like emotional milestones, like sharing some really big secret, but maybe it's more so related to um, just bringing someone closer into your life. So they, they visit your home for the first time or um, you share details about, see, I just made it emotional. I'm very emotionally oriented. <laughs> what would be a non-emotional threshold? Maybe they uh, meet your kids or they learn where you work. There, there's so many different ways and unique to each of us that we can feel exposed or vulnerable as we get close to someone. I know for me personally, um, this has changed as I've grown as a person. I think a couple of years ago, the biggest milestone or crossover of intimacy for me was around conflict. So... If I said or did something that I felt hurt someone else or made them think less of me, 
that's a moment where it cross over a threshold. Now, what happens when you cross the threshold? This is where shame comes in. It gives you these two options of either shame comes and devours you and causes you to run away from the situation or you lean into the discomfort and you find intimacy, you find connection, you find acceptance and love and cherishing and honoring and you find that the person you were worried if they would run, you were worried if they wouldn't like you, you see that they want to stay. You see that they are still there and that you didn't scare them away. And that's the intimacy threshold. When you cross over it, it goes really well and you're like, oh, whoa, they're still here. This is great. And so now you're settling into this new opened um, tier or level of intimacy until the next one. Or you cross the threshold and something happens that reaffirms your um, fears you share a big secret and they are disgusted or they're like "Ugh, why would you think that or blah 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 and it makes you feel see I knew it I knew it I'm too much I knew it Um, this thing about me is too much for people to handle or I knew it. No one wants me. Whatever really big, ugly, nasty lies come and just devour your brain and leave you feeling like you have to shut down and push away. Shame. So now that we know what it is, this is why I ran to my car to get this microphone for you. I want to talk to you about why you don't have to feel that way. Why you don't have to be afraid of the intimacy thresholds and how... To manage them when they come up, because they will. It doesn't matter how emotionally intelligent or comfortable with feelings and all that stuff you are. It's going to come up for you at some time or another, because it comes up for me still too. How do we manage it? The first thing I think would be important for you to know where your intimacy threshold is. This one requires big brain awareness okay (laughs) you know i want you to get to know yourself and this is a chance to knowing where your intimacy threshold is is knowing the parts of you that you feel vulnerable or insecure around or the parts of you that you feel really excited and passionate and loving around those are these really tender areas that if they're exposed it would hurt If someone shot you down, I would encourage you to employ the same kind of thought as you're building trust in relationship with someone. You know where your threshold is. It is your responsibility to care for that area until it is time to give it a chance with trust, with time, with whatever, for the person to be invited in. So practically, what does that look like? Maybe you're dating someone and you're getting to know them and a low tier intimacy threshold for you would be to spend um, more than an hour or two with someone, to actually spend a day with someone. Okay, that's a big one. And so you know that if that's approaching and you've planned a day date, you should probably also consider um, some kind of a cushion on the back end 
so that after your date you have time to contract, to rest, to um, just bring yourself back to your center and say, hey, how do we feel about that? How'd that go for us? Are we okay? Did we feel safe? Did we feel good with that person? Because sometimes it really does take checking in with yourself after you've crossed an intimacy threshold to say, am I good with this? And then even it could be the days afterwards where you're still checking in. Okay, is this where we are in our intimacy space now? Do I feel comfortable sharing that much time with them? Or, okay, we tried it and not yet. (laughs) Gave it a go. Maybe we'll revisit it later, but let's go back to our long dates. Same goes for, um, again, remember, you need to know what your different versions of the threshold are. Maybe it's you sharing something that's important to you. Now, disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. If you have trauma or if you have some kind of big family thing that has impacted you, please, my love, take care of your heart. Guard your heart. Do not give big vulnerable things to someone who has not earned the trust to receive that information and care for it with you sometimes we want to take the big thing and give it to the new person say all right this is the biggest part of me if you can handle it you can stay no 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 give it bit by bit Set them up for success. We're not trying to scare people away here. We're giving them a chance to become in knowing with us. Start small and then something a little bit more and then something a little bit more. What does this look like in relationships outside of dating? Regardless of if it's marriage or if it's a working relationship i'd say it's a lot of the same thing friendships know yourself well enough to say here are the areas of me that i enjoy and love and honor and cherish so much that i want to make sure they're protected and i want to make sure that the person i invite into that with me that they'll enjoy it with me or they'll They'll uh, mourn around that with me or they'll protect that with me. And so don't expose yourself. If someone's showing themselves untrustworthy, don't then give them your most valuable part of your story and then be surprised if they don't want to handle that. If someone you that's in your life isn't able to handle other people's stuff well, why would you give them yours? You know what I'm talking about. It's that uh, maybe that coworker or that friend that you happen to know a lot of gossip through them. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. That's something to keep in mind. Know your intimacy threshold and then know how to take care of it. Because remember, we're just trying to set you up for success to be able to grow in intimacy. You know my thing. Fully seen, fully known, and fully loved. So what is the process of becoming 
fully seen, known, and loved. There's safety in there. Can you make that for yourself? How do you want to care for yourself after opening up to someone new? And the next time you go into interaction, how do you want to communicate and let them know if shame is present, if you're afraid of them leaving, if you, um, maybe there's a topic that you thought you'd be okay around and you started talking about it with them or an experience that happened and you thought you'd be cool, but then you're like, oh, that might've been too soon. Let them know. Rather than letting shame tell you stories about how they're perceiving it, because I guarantee you the shame is going to talk in whatever way the shame has already been talking at you when you're by yourself alone. And so if you have shame over, I don't know, the fact that you have cats, (laughs) no shade, y'all. I'm just trying to think of something like non-threatening to use as an example, but whatever. Let's say you have shame over that because when you were younger you were always told you were going to be a cat lady and now you're just whatever okay you shame around that and you tell um a new friend or a new date yeah i've got three cats and they go oh cool the shame voice is just going to talk from the voice it knows it's going to say see Mm mm-hmm yep exactly exactly you're crazy they think you're crazy too and you're going to spiral on your own meanwhile This person on the opposite side of the table is thinking, I mean, I guess cats are okay. Or they're not thinking about it at all. Or maybe they're just like, oh yeah, my aunt had a cat too. But you've let shame talk for you and withdraw you from the connection. So communication is important. And with someone who's also able to hold space, they will be able to just engage with that with you. They will be able to say, oh, thanks for sharing. I didn't know that. Thanks for letting me know that that was hard for you to talk about. Now I will know in the future that that's a sensitive area for you. And I want to affirm you in that. Whatever it might be, each relationship is different. This is huge, guys. It's so, 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 so important because shame is pulling us away from the potential for such beautiful, deep, rich, full relationships. I am obsessed with intimacy. I am obsessed with the idea that you can engage in in this healingness with another person who cares about you and your existence simply because you breathe simply because of all the little things that make you you this is more than just romantic relationships this is this is the life (laughs) we get to have if we learn to manage when shame comes up have grace and compassion ourselves when we pass intimacy thresholds just know that it's normal it's normal I still, to this day, if I share something that is vulnerable for me with people that I have known, and they are probably listening to this episode right now, if I share something vulnerable with people that I have known for 5, 10, 15 years, because yes, I do have those people in my life, that shame voice will come up and be on some like, oh, well, 
you might as well just leave now. They're done. This friendship is over. (laughs) That was the limit. That's all they wanted from you. You know? It takes effort. It takes conscious effort. Just be gentle with yourself and be kind. And I promise you, not with everyone, but with your select people where you guys choose each other, friends, family that become friends, romantic partners that become life companions. With these people, you will find something so beautiful. And you will feel fully seen, fully known, and fully loved. If you have any questions about that, or if you're not sure how to make that happen, or if you're like, Rade, you don't even understand how much stuff is going on in the background, um, yeah, shoot me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to answer a question directly, or at the very least, point you towards one of the amazing therapy platforms so you can get connected with a therapist to dive deep into why this might be hard for you, okay? So, thanks for hanging along for that kind of a kind of deep dive episode i hope it sparked something for you and i hope that you find that intimacy we'll talk soon